And we are back. You are listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. Well, we made it, folks. At least, well, most of us made it, I think. I'm still waiting to hear back from Bucky. But we made it to the final day, the ninth and final day of the National Rifle Association's Great American Outdoor Show 2020. Wow. What a show it's been, folks. I can't begin to tell you how much fun we had as a, as a group walking around, meeting all of these wonderful people, talking with some old friends, making some new ones. What a great time. Thank you again to the National Rifle Association, and let's just head on down to the showroom floor for the ninth and final installment of the NRA's Great American Outdoor Show. Here we go. Hey guys, we are down here in the fishing hall again. We stopped over at the Mega Strike booth right across from the hog tank because we needed to talk with Uncle Bobby, of course. And uh, Uncle Bobby has a special treat for us. We got the legend himself, Mr. Roland Martin, in the booth. Hey guys. How are you, Roland? How you doing? Good. I lost my voice. I've been talking too much. Well, we have that problem sometimes. We try to keep Deaky quiet over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wish that happened to me. <laughs> I'll bet. But you're in luck, though, Roland, because Bobby's on, and all we right. know he'll do I, a lot. I, I, he can pick up where I live on. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll do enough he talking do for all of us. He can I got to <laughs> segue in one one quick story, though, Mr. Martin, because uh, was it two years ago? I think it was. It was two years ago you were in here, and yeah. we, we did a real quick video with you. Okay. But you actually gave this guy his new nickname. We called him DK for the longest time because his name is David Kyle, and so his badge yeah. just said DK. And you looked at it, and you looked at him, and you said, "They call you Deke, do they?" <laughs> and sure enough, that's it. I mean, it's it's on his badge now and everything. Now he's, I can't get rid of him. He's officially really? the Deke. And and you made it good. The rest of us jealous because yeah. he can say the. Roland Martin gave him his. That's cool. His, his broadcasting nickname. Yep. So thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> He's called me a lot of things. I bet, oh, it, I'm sure. bet it wasn't that good. Now, no, no. now Bobby, we got to edit this podcast, so you got to be careful. <laughs> I'm it's careful. Family friendly show. So uh, Roland, could you uh, give us a, a little idea what it is that you're doing down here at the Great American Outdoor well, Show? Uh, they they pay me a truckload of money. No, <laughs> no, no, no that's, but it helps. No, that's, that's really not the case. Um, and the NRA are really good people, and uh, and it's really neat that they've expanded their operations to the fishing thing because for many years it was you know mainly just hunting and that sure. type of thing, and now. With the fishing end of it, well, Bobby, you've seen it grow. I mean, this thing's really gotten big. They, they have about a third of their show now is fishing and, and re- resorts that offer fishing. And, and it's a big deal. It's a really big part of the NRA, you know. Well, it's, it's guys like Roland that come out here and promote the sport of fishing. Yep. And they introduce it to the young group of kids right now. You know, there, there, there are guys out here that are meeting Roland for the first time, and Roland is is the best of the best. He was over here telling the stories, yep. and people were just mesmerized, and they're listening to history. Oh, I, I'm telling you the God's honest <laughs> truth. Without Roland Martin, yep. bass fishing would not be what it is today, period, the end. There's no doubt about that. They just want me to do seminars, and one of my expertises are, you know, patterns, developing a pattern. Yep. You know, okay. just uh, all the water and cover conditions that I'm looking for, and I'm, I'm, I'm advising what kind of lures and stuff. And so, uh, and then I'm telling some little anecdotes, little stories that Bobby's <laughs> like talking about. Uh, I, I, I told a little bit about that funny thing where the pre- president hooked himself <laughs> with, the, with the rattle trap. That was kind of cool. <laughs> you, know, you know, like I said, going out with this gentleman here, 
one, th one thing that I will say is that Roland is a gentleman, and he is top-notch. He took me under his wing, you know, years ago, and he has taught me so much. I remember when I was a little boy, I, you know, 10, 12, 14 years old, 15 years old, I used to get up every Sunday to watch Roland on TV. Oh, yeah. I, I, at, and, and I learned so much from him. <laughs> and and I, it, the first time that I ever got to do a TV show with him, I mean, I was blown away to even be asked. How many have we done? Have, we've done four shows together. Yeah. Wow. That's and, great. And nice. it was the last show we did. I was getting that was up. one of the best we ever did. With all the buzz baits, oh my gosh, we, we did. That was fantastic. Well, not only that, but we had some monster bass. Yeah, and, and a buzz bait. You know, let's face it. I mean, that's not usually something that you're going to film eight pound bass catching. You wouldn't think on a buzz no. bait. Some, I mean, you get a good we, day we had all that bunch. just like constantly. We just really had some wow. big fish. Yeah, one of those days. Where was that yeah. at? We we went down to a uh, place in Florida that I'll, I'll just tell you a quick story. Is I got up early. I was up early getting ready for work, and I, and the phone rang, and I seen it was Roland. So I said, "Good morning," and he says, "What you doing, son?" <laughs> and I sat there and I said, "Well, I'm getting ready to go to work." He goes, "Get your butt down here." He goes, "I found this lake that they're biting the buzz bait." So I figured, I said, um, "You know," I said, "I said, you know, well, when do you want me down there? Two or three weeks?" He says, "No, you need to get down here now." Two, two three minutes. <laughs> and, and and I said, "I can't, I can't get down there now." And then I thought about it for a minute, and I said. Getting asked to do a yeah, fishing show call. with Roland Martin. <laughs> yeah. I dropped everything. Oh, yeah. I found the first flights I could Heck find yeah. to Florida and, yeah. and went down there. And let me tell you, we went down and we had a show of shows. We went down there. We caught eight-pounders, yeah. seven-pounders. We did. I mean, we just knocked them. Oh, big them. time. Oh, big time. We, That's and, awesome. I'm another one of the older guys that started when there was nothing in the game other than Mr. Martin fishing and gave me the city boy from chicago that first interest to, to try to even fish in yeah. that first interest but also after watching him through the years what i love about you mr martin is you can't tell you've been doing it a lifetime because you are just as excited on that well, next you know, fish you love it crazy though. kind of a thing but you know i'm kind of demented or something because <laughs> really I, I get excited i mean i truly do i mean when i catch a fish i'll catch a fish in the next five minutes i get really excited even now i mean I, that's so stupid because i've caught like 50 bass in my life <laughs> give or take but it's like but i still really do, do get excited about just a bass i really well, do that's and, and that's that's yeah. what i love about you and, yeah. you be, and it's and you just your energy is contagious, and and thank you for doing that, for giving that gift. You're the reason why I try to do this outdoor podcasting, to broadcast, to try to help draw in some of that love. You know, one too. little message I have when I talk to people, and I try to get them to anticipate. You know, let's face it, the, the sport of anything, it's the bowling, say you want to go bowl that 300 game mm -hmm. you want you want to get a strike yeah. without without that anticipation and you want to do it you're not going to enjoy doing it right on and so i just trying to instill in everybody that i fish with are you really enjoying shelf are you going to catch a fish the next cast and and when i get them in the first they'll say i don't i don't know i hardly ever catch them i finally at the end of the day by the time i've pumped them up about it mm -hmm. and made them confident about what they're doing and making sure that they're on the right pattern and, right and really feel confident about themselves they'll finally say you know i'm going to catch one of the next cast when they start saying that they're having fun yeah. they're having mm -hmm. a ball you know when you when you get to that anticipation level yeah now roland one other thing you're doing now is you're blowing up on youtube and you're having these great episodes and 
the, the ones that are really are, are my cup of tea is your backyard bass boat, your small yeah, bass boat. Fun. Man, that is so I'm much getting, fun. You know, there's so many people, I guess, that can't afford a $50,000 boat. And now that I hardly ever use the bass boat. Mm-hmm. I got a beautiful fifty, sixty thousand dollar bass boat, but most of the time, I'm either in my little heritage boat, which is yeah. ten thousand dollar deal, which right. is a really economic thing. That's been really a rave. The other thing is that fifteen forty two, that little thing I slide in the back of my pickup yeah. truck, yeah. Nice. and I come up to the canal bank and throw it off in the water, and and that I fish with about half the time. Yeah, they love it <laughs> well, because it, they identify to that. Yes. I mean, that's just the, their cup of tea. I mean, they can afford. Well, you, you show that it's that it's obtainable to oh, everybody. Yeah. Right. You know, that type mm-hmm. of fishing is. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and and that's that's the great thing. You're you're still showing people to, to get out there any wow. way they can. You know, if wow. it's from bank fishing to the small boat to the big boat, you wow. you make it make it obtainable for all. We of, call you know, it removing you, obstacles. You know, it's it's funny. That I, 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 one of my really good friends is uh, Tim Horton. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he, he works for bass, and he runs a big $80,000 bass boat, and he wears this real fancy tournament shirt, and he yep. wears really stuff. And I think he's over top of the of their level. Yeah. He tries to do YouTube, and he does he does a good job. His film work is really good and everything, but he doesn't have the audience. And I think what it is, I think he's over them. Okay. I think I, he's not getting down to their level. Okay. I, you know, I I, I, I don't mean sense. to criticize Tim in any bad way because he's a really expert fisherman. He's a real pro fisherman. Uh, yeah, it's a great but stuff I think he's if putting he out to, there. If he were just to get down to that, you know, wear a T-shirt and get in that little boat and, you know what I mean, yeah. get down to that that mm-hmm. that Joe Lunch Bucket fisherman level, you know. I mean, I hate to – I don't mean to dement or demean right. people like that. Right. But I'm just saying That's that everyday average yeah. guy yep. – Yeah. They're having a hard time relating to these guys with hundred thousand dollar boats. Yep. Yeah, it's it, tough. It, it's tough. It is, and and you're you're getting rid of that obstacle. So thank you yeah. for that. And and I mean, I don't know if most people know, but that you are on YouTube. So you know, definitely oh, yeah. check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big great deal. stuff. I just I just got over seventy five thousand. Yeah, last and week. your 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 tips yeah, nice. in your tackle room. You know, oh, yeah, you, you were deal. even you're showing how to make soft plastic, which yeah. Ryan needs to learn yeah. how to learn how to make a small I'm, a soft plastic. I'm working on it, bud. I know you're that's that's a lot of fun, Bobby. If you report your own one. <laughs> I got a machine that pours them. Yeah, you got a big machine. I just do a little, little crummy thing, but it's. But those guys that are doing hand pours, custom made stuff. About. That's that's the that's stuff fun they're stuff. doing. Yeah, you they're know, doing Roland it. was talking about. I watched him out here doing the uh, on the hog trough here at, about teaching anticipation. I'm going to catch one on this next cast. I'm going to catch a big fish. I've been on Roland's TV show four times. And every time I've been down here, he goes, Bobby, we're going to catch a 10-pounder. We're going to catch a 10-pounder. And let me tell you, even when we went down to back rack, he says, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we went down to this uh, little pond that they had down in, in Florida. Roland and I did a show down here. He says, you got to come down here. We're going to do this. And was about the hot fried chicken. Tell me about the fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> we, we went down to this lake and it was five same thirty day, same in the day. morning. Yeah. And and we said well, we're we, hungry. We we had nothing for lunch or nothing. We knew we were gonna be out in the water because you'll film twelve hours a day. Yeah. And we went by this old shack gas station and we said, Well, let's just go get a Nancy couple of candy bars. Nasty looking place. <laughs> and there was this old lady in there oh. and she was cooking up this oh, fried man, chicken. She had it going. And and we said, hey, this lady's cooking fried chicken. We'll get some lunch. It was the best fried chicken I ever had. He talks about it. He'll call me up and he'll say, you know, I just where, where can I get some more of that chicken? I mean, <laughs> it, it was, like, it was it's, incredible. Most on his mind. Some people have a knack finding those little holes. I call them hole in the walls where you can yeah. find the best meal within in the county at those places. But, and, but 
what, what, when we went out that day, we were going and we were we went out fishing the day before it was raining. Didn't we catch out, anything. Didn't get a bite. It was horrible. It's the wrong lake, but the guy had five or six lakes. <laughs> that that had like five us. or six lakes on the property, and yeah. it wasn't raining then. And and so we we went out to what he called the best lake, and, and they, they died or I don't know. We didn't get something. a bite. That's we didn't get a five, bite. Five hours we, we went out. Not and Bobby a bite. said. I said, let's go back. We, there's better lakes out there. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Well, you wanted to go somewhere else, but anyway, we we, we went back. We went we went to this yeah. other lake, and. When, I'm just going to say something about this gentleman again. He kept saying, you know, Bobby, we're going to get a big one. I never caught a double digit in my life. I mean, I've been out with him a mm-hmm, bunch of mm-hmm. times. And we went out, and I, I set the hook on this fish that was next to the With the Roland Martin Big Bass Spinnerbait. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and, uh, we went out with the Roland Martin Big Bass Spinnerbait. That wasn't spinnerbait. the day you had the heartbreaker on, was it? Uh, oh, let me tell you, yeah. Well, what happened was Uh-oh. I set the hook on this fish, and I thought I hooked this little gator. And all of a sudden, this bass came up, and I went, oh, my God. I mean, it was just. It, it was, was over almost 12 pounds. Oh, and Lord. and, and <laughs> let me tell you, when I pulled that fish up, I mean, my Holy heart was racing. Buckets. But do you know who was even more excited than me? This Roland. man right that here. That man right uh-huh. there. And we that, took about 100 pictures. But, you know, you know, you don't see all the pictures that I posted. Holding your fish. <laughs> <laughs> he said he saw that. <laughs> but but he was so he was so excited for me because it was the anticipation. I've done four TV shows and we never got that double digit. And when I caught that bass, he came over and he hugged me and he said, Bobby, that's the biggest bass of your life. And we we Well that's the biggest it. one we'd caught in that place and I'd fished it for ten years. Right. That's the biggest one we've caught there. But yeah, but my point was that he was happier for me than anything, and and yeah. he was excited, and and man, I love the guy to death. He always treated me like a gentleman. You know, I'm just a regular guy. And that's the fishing brotherhood. We we all get excited for each other, even when we're not with you uh, on that trip. Some guy might be upstate New York, or a couple of the guys, and they send back a pick, and we all get excited. Yep. We want to hear the story. You know, and- you know, stories, and like we're talking and chatting, is pretty good, but one of the things about professional bass fishing that's going on right now in the top elite series and stuff is they get this no-information rule. And do you know if we were fishing that big uh, tournament tomorrow, we'd be in, in, in violation talking bass right now? We, right. Could, we couldn't even we, be drawn we, about we, it. We can't even talk about spinnerbaits or anything because it has some connotation about maybe what we're going to do tomorrow. Oh, and boy. so they are kind of – I don't agree with that format. I, I don't yeah. agree with the no information rule because it's fishing so much fun. We're having here talking all about these stories. We like to hear it. Why, they can't do it on the professional level in the higher tournaments right now. Yeah. They can't even sit around and BS like That's we're doing. They can't do it. Nope. It's, it's not right. Oh. I, I have really a problem with that. Well, I'm glad you're not on the tour then. Well, I'm not on that highest level tour. I'm still fishing little tournaments, but I don't fish that level tournament. Well, you would school And one anyway. reason is I don't like those rules. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's one reason. And they, and they wouldn't be able to outfish on on that FLW anyway. Well, I'll fish all those. <laughs> I'll fish that level, but I, I'm just kind of half retired right now. You know, yeah. Well, just so, so nine-time angler of the year. Yeah. How many tournament wins? Nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen yeah. tournament wins. Yeah. Made the classic twenty-five times. Yeah. I mean, come on, who's we we well, go through cycles. I, I have to. What right now? What are you having fun with? What style of fishing is it? A Ned rig? Are are you top water? Let me, let me tell you about the Ned rig. Tickling your fancy the, right now. One problem with the Ned rig. Is, I'm gonna just tell you, <laughs> it is the most effective bait, but fish people are not fishing it right, and they're waiting too long, and about nine times out of ten, the fish are swallowing the bait. 
particularly yeah. the smallmouth. Mm -hmm. They're killing fish right and left on the Ned rig. Okay. I know some guys with ponds right now that won't let you fish a Ned rig for the simple reason they're swallowing it and they're killing too many fish. Okay. The Ned rig is so effective. Now, it, it, word has to get out. We have to, be, and we're kind of part of this. We're going to have to teach people and educate people. You got to set the hook instantly. Mm -hmm. We kind of keep them from swallowing that thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful way of catching fish. But they, it's such a small little lure, they gulp it down and swallow it that quick. And, and then they don't have the proper way of unhooking them. Mm -hmm. And they're gut hooking them and they're killing them. And so, so as soon as you feel then, that little thump thump, yep, we, we, we got it. We got to somehow or other address this issue because we're killing millions of bass. That's a very valid you know, point. It, I never yeah. even thought of that. That's, it, it's that's unbelievable how many fish you can't kill with the Ned Rig. That's why I'd prefer not to throw the Ned Rig. Well, that but it's a super good up. bait. I'm not saying it's not a good I bait. Do you, would you suggest to, you know, debarb that, that jig or, you know, to, to, to help out with the uh, the hooking and the survival rate? or well, if you, I, I, do We just have to educate people how to do it. I, I, the thing is, when you're fishing a tournament, you want to fish in the boat. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if you're fun fishing, hey, maybe you go all barbless. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, that's an idea. And they make you do that in Canada. I mean, you, that might be the deal. And, and and I didn't not mind. I'm not so sure that a wheelless might not be the answer for the net rig. And I would agree with it, especially yeah. if it conserves fish with no barb. To, yeah, yeah, no with barb. No barb. Yeah. And I'd be yep. worth worth a shot. Yeah. We have a beautiful fishery right out here in our backyard in that's the Susquehanna. Susquehanna for oh, small but, they, but they'll eat that in that Susquehanna River. They'll swallow that net rig in one second. Yeah, you're you got to get on them quick. They're I, I talked to the guys this week. They're, kill they're killing them on Ned Riggs right now. Mm -hmm. They're catching them mm -hmm. yeah, right yep, up above yep, town. Yep. It's, it's right February. Today. It's February, yep, and it's we went out the other day, and we caught them. And it's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, you guys got one of the best fisheries I've ever seen in my life As long as there's there. not ice out on that river, you can get out there. Logan fish. Bloomfield's out there blowing yeah. it up mm -hmm. all the time. So. But but we're killing a lot of fish on that thing. we gotta, we got to figure it figure out. Figure out a better way to do it. Boy, We're rolling. I don't, want to take up, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know there's a lot of folks who want to talk to you while you're here today. Um, but I do want to ask one more question. Everything that you've done, all the stuff that you've been through, what's still on the table for Roland Martin? What do you still need to get done? Well, you know, my short-term thing is to stay healthy. Okay. I mean, that's really a big priority of mine. I get up in the morning, try to walk a little bit, and try to do things like that. Try to eat a little better. I'm not doing a real good job of it, but that's that's big. Health is a big issue right now. Uh, other than that, I still have my goals of catching big fish. Every time I go out, I want to catch okay. that big monster bass. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of an everyday goal. There you, you know? go. You know, one of the uh, things uh, I just want to mention to the audience is that next month, Roland is going to be 80 years old. Ooh, now. One Happy thing that birthday. Scott did, I don't know my son Scott, he's 44, he just announced that his, his new goal, his new agenda is to qualify for the Elite Series. Okay. So he went out to the Southern Open there on, uh, where was it, a Kissimmee chain? And he came in third or fourth, it was real high, and so he's got a lot of points. And he, he, it looks like he might make that Elite Series. Oh, wow. I called Bass, and they, they had invited me back to the Elite Series a couple of years ago because I had this legendary category with all the, the Angular Ear wins, for mm -hmm. example. So I could have gone back in, and I chose not to because, number one, I, I felt like I needed to half-retire. Number two, I didn't, wasn't trying to prove anything, and I didn't have the sponsors and money to do it and didn't have the time. But now Scott makes it. Uh -huh. My new goal is to try to get back into the elite for just one year yeah. and have he and I 
just kind of fishy here. Oh, That'd be kind of cool. That would be that, 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 that would be awesome. Now, man, now, I don't know. Cool. The only problem with the rules is I qualified back as, as, a, as a legendary angler. I could have gotten back in a couple years ago. But now I don't know with next year. I don't know how many positions are going to be available. I don't know yeah. if it's all filled up or not. Well, a lot of guys yeah. went to that MLF. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that, know. that yeah. could be deal. But fishing with your son, you and Scott. That'd be fun. That'd be good. I, I'd, I'd quit right off the bat. You know, about, two, about two, months ago, <laughs> two months ago, Scott and I fished that Pan American tournament up on the St. Lawrence, and we had uh, uh, the Canadian teams and, and uh, Mexican teams and all these other teams. And uh, we almost won it. We came in second. But, but uh, Scott and I had, had like, the second high uh, bag anyhow. Wow. And uh, we really That's were, awesome. we were really, uh, we were messing them up. That's cool. I mean, that would it, be, was, uh, it was 25 pound stuff. That would I mean, be neat like to watch. Big, big bags. And we really had a good time. He is such an expert with panoptics and, and the side scans and, mm-hmm. and yeah. down scans. He, he, he's the best there ever, ever was. Uh, and I'm a good stick. It was like he'd, he'd locate them <laughs> on the electronics and say, there's one over there. And basically, I caught him. Yeah. I mean, it was almost that way. He yep. bird dog him and you uh, really, cheat him. I, that's the way the tournament went. That's the way the tournament went. I, I, I caught the fish that he found. Oh, that's yeah. a good oh, team. That's a good, yeah. I was going to say partners right there. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. Roland, thank you thank so you, much sir. for giving yep. us some time here thank today. You, talking you. to us, sharing all the stories. Okay, thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Bobby, as always. Thank you, now. Thank you for having us. Let me tell yeah. you, it's an it's, honor to talk to you guys. Thank hey, you, Bobby, for it's your time. Tradition. Way to go, son. It's tradition to come down <laughs> go, son. here have some <laughs> fun a big at old the Mega Strike booth. That's good stuff. We, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks thank for having us. Thank you. All right, guys, so we are still in the archery hall here. I can't stay away from this place, I'll be honest with you. And uh, we had stopped by this booth earlier, and uh, we spoke with the guys about all these sweet lone wolf tree stands. And the whole time I was here, I kept kind of looking over my shoulder because I wasn't sure what I was seeing. Of course, as soon as we stopped recording then, I spoke with this gentleman about lone wolf custom gear trail cameras. I mean, come on. So I'm here with John Gillis. Is that right, John? That's correct. Okay, I just want to make sure I say that right. Um, And John was telling me a little bit about these cameras that lone wolf custom gear's got and... I said, hold on a second. Let me break out the gear again because we got to get this thing recorded. Tell me what you guys have here. Okay, first of all, I want to tell you I'm really into cameras. I used to wire up my own cameras before they came on the market. Okay. So because I'm an artist and I use the photos to do drawings, which I put on T-shirts, and I sold those my whole life all over the country. Okay. And then I actually take my trail cameras and enhance the colors in Photoshop and, again, put that on aluminum and sell pictures. So I don't know anyone more into trail cameras, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so, and not to, not to stop you and interrupt you completely, but you were showing me some videos that you got off of these trail cameras and to do that you're opening up your phone and you were going through some of your photo library and I saw some of these images you're talking about and when you say enhance that's quite an understatement oh yeah I mean, it was I, I amazing really, artwork I, that yeah we were I enjoy at. it thank you yeah I just love uh, trail cameras and what you can do actually I look for scenes I'm like oh this is the perfect scene if I can get a deer to come by here so I put the camera out and then I get it all together and nice. you know it could be better but uh so I've tried just about every camera besides, you know, making my own before they came on the market. And uh, once uh, Nick, Andre's brother, told me yep. about uh, Andre has a camera, I'm like, oh, i got to check this out, you know. As soon as I checked it out, I just threw all my other cameras in a box, a junk box, <laughs> because even though half of them still work, they're just not worth the time to okay. set them. I mean, number one, this thing, 
you can just turn it with one hand and wherever you move it, it just stays. It's got like a ball and socket. A squirrel is not going to move it. You don't have to go look for the right size stick to jam behind it. So None of that. What you're saying there is exactly something that I've dealt with time after time. You know, you try to worry about adjusting the angle just right, and you try to find a, a stick or, you know, wrap. I actually, if, yeah. I've wrapped a strap around the camera a few times to get the angle just right. And you're also guessing, but we'll talk about not yeah, having to guess just, in a minute. It's a real, that mount's pretty slick. Yeah, it's really a pain to, uh, before I had this mount. And then, you know, you're setting up the area looking for sticks and all that. And it just never works because the squirrel ends up knocking it loose. Sure. Okay, the other thing is while you're aiming it, you're looking at your phone and you got live footage with an orange dot so you can see exactly where you're not guessing anymore. Exactly. And you're not walking back and forth in front of you, the thing trying to think, oh, where am I hitting? <laughs> you know, so that all is the, awesome. All the things that we've pondered and dealt with for years, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Now, see, Andre, he's not going to just put out anything. So, you know, he's been running cameras over 35 years. So he just made a list of all the problems he ever had and he solved them all before he put it on the market. You know, nice. like, let's say, you just want to swap cards well you forgot to bring an extra card guess what he thought of that he's got a spot for an extra card behind your batteries all and top load everything is top load easy to access and i'm not going to let you just brush right over that top load so That's you, yeah you got brilliant. your batteries your card everything's easy access nothing underneath you don't need a jackknife to get your card out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've i've actually dealt with that like some of the cameras that I'm running, almost everything's bottom load or somewhere in the middle, and you're dealing with that. I'm trying to do it. I'll switch out cards, you know, on my way into the stand during a hunt. Yeah. And uh, dealing with that in the dark, I'm running a headlamp, and I'm down on one knee, and I'm leaning over. Come on, top load. Yep. Here's another thing. Uh, like my box of cameras, when I set one, there's a 50-50 chance I'm going to get a photo. One... I don't have time to go look for the rule book and try to remember how this one works because they're all different. Yep, and then, true. so first off, the batteries might not even be good. This one, the second you turn it on, the first thing it does is tells you your batteries are good. Okay. And that's really the only thing you have to look at because then after that, I do everything on the phone. The other reason I know this camera is going to work is because it's insulated with a vented roof, like a house roof, so you don't get condensation. The reason cameras don't work is condensation. So between condensation and bad batteries, that's why I was getting, you know, only half the time I have a camera that works. With sure. this camera, always works. And I'm assuming, yep, there it is. There's your waterproof seal, but the fact that it's built like a hood for the top load, all, any moisture that you get from the weather is gonna run off anyway. Yep. But what I found that that waterproof seal is also important for is keeping out the ants. Yep. That's another problem. I think I've got three cameras right now in my junk bin. Uh, I've got three cameras that were infested by ants. So, yep. you know, that seal's really, really important for a number of reasons. Yep. And then uh, the other thing is uh, once you link it to your phone, which after the first time it takes like three seconds and boom, it's there. Now you can, uh, you can go to your stand within 100 yards you can click on pictures, see every picture on there, download the ones you want, delete anything you want to do. You can go to settings, and it's so simple, your grandma can do it. No more reading <laughs> books, and uh, you know, I haven't used this camera in a while, I don't remember, none of that. So there's Simple. You can, from 100 yards away. Yeah, 100 yards away. Once you're logged in uh, to the, and here's the other thing, you don't need any type of, uh, you know, Wi-Fi in the sky or phone service. You can take a phone out of your junk drawer that won't even make a phone call. And once you have that app on there, 
it'll link to this camera anywhere in the world. Yeah. But to use it linked, you have to be within 100 yards. For that Bluetooth Right. So yeah. It's not Bluetooth. It actually makes its own Wi-Fi that goes straight to the phone oh, okay. without going up and then bouncing off a satellite oh. or anything. And, uh, and it's, I, I've tried Bluetooth. This is more reliable. This always works. It goes right to your phone. Um, now I can even do live uh, footage. I can do pictures. So I can stay logged in and actually film my hunt or whatever with it. And it's just super easy to set up, but you can use it as a normal camera too. You walk away. And if I get beyond 100 yards, it automatically arms itself so I don't have to worry about, oh, I forgot to turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, that's the trick sometimes. Um, and you mentioned something there really briefly, but we talked about this in depth uh, before we started recording, and that was using it to film yourself. Oh, yeah. You were describing how you would actually put this up above your head a little bit. Yeah, it's in the, like not the way he designed it, but I told Andre that's what I'm doing. He's like, oh, I haven't even thought of that. But, yeah. but anyway, so what I do is I actually mount it to the tree above my head. And then uh, what the advantage for me, because I gave up on uh, filming hunts with, uh, you know, all the others, GoPros and all that, because one, I didn't like to charge the GoPros every night. This, I can go six months. <laughs> and I didn't like messing with the camera arm and all that when I should be concentrating on killing the deer. Sure. So by having it above my head, my body is never in the way. It's got the whole field of view, everything going on in front of me. Yeah. And uh, I can just make one little motion in front of it, and it starts recording. And then uh, if I want to put a second camera behind me, that one I can leave logged into the phone so I can see what's going on behind me. And that one I just hit record right on my phone. Oh so boy. now i got like two cameramen that don't stink up the area and wreck my hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I really like that. I'm looking at some of the pictures that are coming off of this. I mean, picture quality is, of course, not an issue here. Yeah, I can zoom in on the kill and then may add that in as a separate piece on the video when we edit. That's really, really cool setup, the way that this thing is working. So uh, let's talk price point. Okay, so, uh, you know, it's like a high-end $350 camera, but, uh, you know, online, search around, you can get it for, like, $199. Okay. Um, I do have a code f uh, for people that want to order it online if they put in PACAM150, P-A-C-A-M-150 online, they can get a discount. Okay, and if and they're going where for that? That's uh, uh, To LoneWolfCustomGear.com. Okay, LoneWolfCustomGear.com and use that promo code yep. to get that price. That's a pretty right. sweet deal. One other thing I like about the camera is... I want to monitor, let's say, the other side of the field without walking over there, especially for me, cattails. So I'll put this camera up in a tree, point it out like 100 yards in the other side of the cattails where I know there's a big buck going through there somewhere, set it to go off every 5 or 10 minutes. But what's cool is I don't have time to look through all those photos. This thing automatically makes a short video, so in a couple minutes I can see everything that moved through those cattails in the last few weeks. And that was, yeah, that was something else that we did talk about too, was the, that time-lapse video yeah. kind of thing that it's doing with those, with those images and the zoom function. That was something yeah, else. Yeah, and uh, I was just talking to Andre last night, and he said, uh, just don't even bother setting the camera to zoom. He says that it's so clear just leaving it on 1x and just zoom it afterwards, uh, and you can pick out the bucks and see his antlers and all that because the, the quality is so good. Nice. And that, that video that you have here where you guys are obviously, you had a camera over top of a carcass, mm -hmm. and you didn't realize it at the time. Like, you see the, the guy coming into the camera, 
and he grabs a carcass and slides it around a little bit, and then he walks up toward the camera. As soon as he passes the carcass that he just slid, out pops a possum. That's yeah, that's cool an footage. interesting story. Uh, Andre did a lot of testing in the winter. The batteries lasted all winter, but one camera kept going off for no apparent reason, and it turns out from watching the video that there was a possum inside the cage, and that's all it took to set off the camera. <laughs> oh, that's good. And, well, that, that's a testament to the sensitivity of the trigger on that. That's awesome. Yep. Very, very cool. Well, John, thank you so much. Tell us again where the folks can go to uh, check out these cameras and pick one up with that promo code. Okay, go to lonewolfcustomgear.com and then put in the code P-A-C-A-M-150, P-A-C-A-M-150. You mentioned some of your artwork earlier and the things that you're doing, and like I said, it's exquisite, I think is probably a, a, an appropriate word to use from the, some of the pictures I saw on your phone. Um, is there any way people can take a look at anything you've got going on with your artwork? Yeah, I've been doing uh, white-tailed deer artwork my whole life. That's my specialty. Okay. And I actually, like I said, I use the trail cameras to get my photos for reference, as well as using some of them for art itself that I just enhance the colors. Um, I have a couple of websites that can just go to Mucky River, like a muddy river, but it's Mucky, M-U-C-K-Y, MuckyRiver.com. Okay. And that'll take you right to some aluminum prints and things I've done. And then if you search around, you'll find T-shirts. Or to go to directly to the T-shirts on the same site, go to WowThat'sCrazy.com. Huh. It's W-O-W, that's with an S on the end. Wow, that's crazy at dot uh, uh, com yeah. nice so um and if you want a logo done or some drawings or t-shirts uh hoodies anything you want i've been doing that my whole life i used to supply all the gander mountains in the country oh wow very cool and i've done shirts for thousands of stores um so just hit me up on I'm that i'm guessing this is one of your shirts right here yeah yeah it is and uh, people can uh, and if you got a trail camera me. picture of that deer i'm gonna need the address <laughs> or latin long or that holy buckets yeah, that's it's, a big buck. Yeah, it's a Split brows, big drop on that side. And then I can add logos. Uh, I can add lettering to any shirt I have on my site or create a whole new one off of photos. So you can hit me up, uh, just text me, and we can go from there. Cool. Well, I appreciate it, John. Thanks again for the camera talk. And, you, folks, you need to go check out the website, I'm sure. I can't wait to go see it because if it's anything like what I saw on your phone, it's impressive. Thanks again, Thank John. You, appreciate man. it. Thanks. Guys, we made our way down here to Owl 4300, and I'm with Matthew Dyson and Bedford Outdoors. Now, we got the chance to speak with Matthew last year, and uh, a whole year has gone by, and it looks, the booth looks even more impressive. And uh, with another year in the bag, man, how's it going? It's going fantastic. How have you guys been? This has been good, a good, buddy. it's been a good year. It's better for some than others. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. If you had a pocket full of tags, like just like you won the lottery and you had all these tags for fish, the biggest fish and the nicest buck and the biggest doe and the largest, and then we just sit in the couch and be like, I'm tagged out. Somebody had that year this year. It wasn't me, but Will had a pretty good year. Well, well, congratulations, my man. (laughs) So that's how the year went. That's not how it went. It was was simple. You you added extras on at the end. Yeah, I was. (laughs) You know what? Tired wasn't of resting on my laurels. <laughs> so no, we had a. I had a good year. It was. It was really nice to uh, have a year like that. I haven't had one like that in a long time. So you were due. Well, here's yeah. what it did. It absolutely inspired me 
to get out and sit with Will in another tree stand beside him. And I, I have to up my game with, with my camera equipment because it's just the epicness that he went through. There's no way I could have caught it with some of the stuff that I have. But I know a guy. Yeah, you, you do know a guy, I know, absolutely. <laughs> I know a guy that can not only get me a camera, but a camera package on maybe what I need. Because if I don't know what I need, that's where you come in. Absolutely. Bedford Outdoors is dedicated to basically, you know, helping all of the guys and the girls out there that want to capture their, their adventures and, and their hunts and their fishing trips and mm-hmm. their traps and their shed hunts. And, I mean, you name it, anything that, that's, that's outdoor adventure Yeah. Man, especially these days with social media and youtube and and websites and and vlogs and just all these these platforms out there that are based around video content everybody wants to be out there everybody wants to be seen um even if they don't want to be you know the next youtube famous star they want to be seen and and i don't i don't blame them you know i mean if you if you see some cool stuff out there show it you know because if nothing else that's just going to encourage more and more and more people to get outside and be active in the outdoors amen and then like for me it's a lot of storytelling my old man god you know god bless him he's he's uh been hunting his whole life and teaching hunter education but he can't get out much anymore Mm -hmm. so in order for me to tell a great story to dad when he gets older or other people or kids that i want to get into hunting the best way to do that is to show him a video like check out what we're doing because let's face it there's only like two or three amazing storytellers in the world you know besides me so <laughs> if you can't tell a good hunting story you can lose a person real quick and for me video is like the ultimate storytelling machine absolutely and for those guys that that really want to tell epic stories and and put together epic videos i mean yeah we've we've got we've got the photo and the video gear and then then we've put together packages you mentioned packages yep. i mean we've come into this with the hunters in mind and the people that say, hey, I, I would love to get out and do this, but I have no idea where to start. Right. Yeah. Buy this package, go out and film. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's able to, to, to get you out of the house and yeah. into the woods and filming immediately. Now, of course, you'll need to learn how to use the gear, but, you know, that's where that's where the education stuff comes in. But, you know, you definitely want to... Um, you know, be able to get in and get out and start filming without having to go, okay, now what do I need? Now what do I need? But the cool thing, too, is for those those parents that want to just, you know, spend some time with their kids and have cool footage, yeah. man, yeah. we've got those little small pocket-sized entry-level cameras, too, that will still help them capture those memories yeah. without necessarily wanting to be, you know, the YouTube guys. And here's really why you want to come down to the show and, and get a hold of Matthew or see what he has because here's the thing. You wouldn't just go on an elk hunt or go fishing in Florida without doing some kind of research first. If you're going to drive 20 hours away, it takes – you're on Google and you're on Google Maps and you're calling people and you're watching YouTube and you're trying to find out everything about where you're going. It can be exhausting. Oh, absolutely. You, you can do the exactly same thing. If you want to buy a camera and you're looking online, there is so – you can get lost on – what cameras do what and so you need an expert like i'm gonna call somebody be like listen where do i go fishing in florida day one so i'm not wasting a day and right. really they can come to you and be like i've looked at cameras you don't want to waste a year absolutely just come and, down and ask you and you know about them yeah and and that's that's a big big point is that you know i i understand and i respect and, and i i appreciate due diligence that people do when they're online yeah. and they're looking at cameras and they're researching the cameras but a lot of times, a lot of that stuff can just get so overwhelming. It sure you know, can. it can get overwhelming. People get confused. This guy says this. This guy says this. This guy says this. They're all conflicting. Well, 
those are people with their opinions, right. you know. And the, the, the staff here at Bedford Outdoors, what we are super passionate about is getting the right camera in the right hands for the right job. You're not just selling a camera. You're no. selling the guy the camera he needs. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. because, I, I mean, I've, I've multiple times talked people it. down. Like, they say, oh, I've got, you know, I've got five grand. I want to buy this camera. I've been doing research. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what are you doing? And they'll tell me, and I'm like, no, yep. no, no. I, I want to take your five grand, trust me. <laughs> but let's not do it this way. Yeah. Instead, let's go with this camera, and now that's going to open you up. To be able to get good microphones and good video or sure. good, good monitors and, and good lighting and good whatever, and you're still going to be in a camera that's going to outperform your needs. Right. So, so I love you that. Can, or take some of that money and, and attend a film class. Yes. I, oh, amen. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that concept, and I'm glad you do that for people because if I say I, I got a 14-foot Jumbo, but now I need a truck. Mm, yeah. If I walked on any lot, some dude's going to sell me a, th- a 350 Lariat F F350. That just and I don't need that to pull that boat. Right. But it, right. you you're not going to come down here and have people just buy this camera because it's expensive. You're going to sell me the little Tacoma that pulls the boat that I need to get where I'm going. So the yeah. the, the best part that about my job and my my um, you know station here and, and helping people out is you know one I've been with this company for 17 years. Right. So. We're building those relationships. Yeah. I mean, heck, you. You walked by and went, oh, my gosh, look who it is. How's it going, guys? And we immediately started chatting because those are relationships that we're building. Yep. And if I just sell somebody, whatever, they just walk up and go, that that, that looks good. Look, yeah, what, yeah. Let me just, yeah, fine, here you go. I see them next year or they call me three months later and they got questions. I have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, And I don't want to hurt people that, that I'm hoping to build a relationship with and say, look, you know, next year when you have questions – you can always reach out to me personally, or you can come to me and, and upgrade, or come to me and figure out how can you sell my gear. Those are the things that we really, really, really sure. like to do. Amen. And, to that. and that's you know, anytime you can get an entry level product and get comfortable with it, the next step isn't as scary. Yeah, that's, that's correct. the thing that you know, you're, the money part, parting with the money might be scary, <laughs> but the 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 information You'll is, get over that. is infinite. Yeah. Or, um, is finite. Right, And right. so it's not as scary as jumping into the next thing. And, and once you learn it, it's in your, it's in your DNA. Yeah. So. Well, and, that, and that's, you know, once you, once you lay that foundation and they realize that whenever they come to you six months later and you're able to go, hey, how's that X camera working out for you? And yeah. they go, oh, man, this guy even remembers what camera I had. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome, <laughs> yeah. you know. And we don't always remember exactly everything, but we, we do our best because instead of just being being clerks like you get at the box stores, we're salespeople. They get to know those guys. And that makes that next transaction much less scary on those people yes. because they go, hey, Matthew, you're my guy. What do I need? Yeah. And, and a lot of times they have no clue, and they just say, what do I do next? Right. And then we're able to sort of guide them into that. But that's that's what Bedford Outdoors is all about is 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 putting people in the right camera gear for the right job. It's a huge difference between somebody that's a salesman and somebody who lives it though. You oh, can yeah. you can tell when you meet you that you love this. Oh, you, absolutely. You know, you're just you didn't pick out a thing and go, we're gonna sell camera sets to people. This is your life and you you, you can tell when you meet you. So. Oh yeah, most definitely. I've I've paid my mortgage and fed my kids with photography and videography. I mean, it's wow. it's what I love to do. I mean, I, and and it's one of those things where a lot of people say, you know, don't try to make your hobby a job yeah. because then it won't be fun picture. anymore. You know, <laughs> but for for this stuff right here, 
I mean, this is exactly what I want to do. I, I do it all day long, and then for fun, I go out and shoot things that I'm not getting paid to shoot right. just so I can keep shooting, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's Do what you love, and def- you'll never work a day in your life. Amen, man. I love it. So if somebody wants to come out and get into it, they so come down to the show and see I got you. a question really quick. Your wife hot? You Wait, Will has pictures? a question. What? <laughs> <laughs> is your wife hot? Are you taking pictures of her? How are you paying those bills? Um... I'll give you a website. I'm just kidding. No, Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, she is hot. Absolutely, she's yeah. hot. Yeah. You have to say uh, well, panda you know, bear. Right. Yeah. That's, you're, you're like the fourth guy we've asked that to this year, and only one guy went, eh. And he said, well, this is only audio, right? Because you can't see me. This is the nest. This is the nest. My you're name's safe. Joe Smith. That's right. This is our second year coming down and speaking with you, and it's a yeah. pleasure. Uh, if you're getting into, if you have questions and you're just a beginner, or you're literally, because you do high end, if you're somebody oh, yeah. who has right. some of the best of the best and went, it's not good enough. Like I'm shooting, I'm laying in a duck blind, and I'm laying in a ghillie suit, and I'm getting these pictures of swans coming in, and they're, they're blurry or something. Even if they don't buy something, you could probably try to help them figure it out. Oh, yeah. Or what camera, what lens they need. Oh, so absolutely. even if you're on the high end. If you can't make it down to the show, how do they find you, Matthew? So we've got a couple of ways. Uh, we have seven locations, uh, physical brick-and-mortar stops uh, yep. across Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Missouri. So if there's a Bedford Camera and Video, which is the name of our brick-and-mortar shops, um, Bedford Camera and Video, any of those locations, again, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, stop by, check us out. Yeah. Bedfords.com, B-E-D-F-O-R-D-S.com, and finally, uh, I am very active on Instagram under the uh, Bedford Outdoors name. So anybody has any questions, follow us on Instagram. You DM that account. It's yeah. me you're talking to. I'm that guy. So my name is Bearpaw, Matthew Dyson. I mean, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you guys out. The very answer cool. man. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you, so you guys. You guys have a wonderful yeah, day. And thank you so much, sir. Go around and make sure everybody knows I think my wife's hot. Yeah. There you go. Thanks well, we're going to walk around and tell that. everybody your wife's hot. Oh, there you go. That works, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tolerating me. Yeah, you betcha. All right, guys. I think we're going to uh, stop down here in the outfitter hall. So Why not? I've been walking past this particular booth for a while. It's hard not to. Yeah. We were talking a little bit ago about this. Uh, great, they've been here forever talking about this company, Argo, that makes them six-wheelers and eight-wheelers. And when yeah. you walk by, your head turns, and you're like, oh, man, I need one. It's hard every show not to. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's one other booth here like that. I believe we're at it. Yeah. When you look around, it's just antler, antler, horns, point, holy mackerel, gorgeous <laughs> bucks. We're at Whitetail Heaven Outfitters. And uh, who do I have with me? Uh, I'm Juicy. Juicy. You see. Cedric Powell. Blake Hammond. Nice. How's it going, fellas? Oh, Ryan. Pretty good. good. Yeah, I'm here. Bless. Don't forget about me. I wasn't going to let you hear by yourself. Did you see this buck right here? The one in full velvet? No, not that one. This one right here. This, yeah, I've seen that All one too. All the front. one with the double kickers. Oh, no, you mean this one over here with the split <laughs> everything, pretty much. Drop tines. It's the bone you yard. You boys are <laughs> the bone it yard. The that's the number two velvet buck in the entire world right now. It's that's amazing. Right. Yep. And that's what it is. Just like Stands to reason. It, you can't walk past this place and not go, I, I need some of that in my life. It's Absolutely. <laughs> so how do you guys how do you guys incorporate yourselves with the company? Do you guys all are you guys all you guys all go out with the hunters or yeah, basically, guides? Yeah. I, yes. He's over our Kansas uh, yes. camp. We just got Kansas this year. 
and uh, we're really excited about that. I'm a god. Cedric is also a god. I'm not a god. I'm a cook. Well, you, <laughs> you do a little bit of everything. I cook. I do it all. He's a whatever needs to get That's done. Right. He does it. That's Absolutely. the best guy there those is. Are, those yeah. are the guys to know and make That's friends right. with. The guys who just get whatever it needs, get it done. I heard Kansas. Yes. What else we got, Kansas? We got, we're got. we based out of Nicholasville, Kentucky. We've got Kentucky. We've got Ohio. We've got Indiana. Indiana we've got Kansas. And for Osceola, Turkey, Hall, Florida, and Gator, Florida. Yes. So you got a little bit of everything. Hold on, Absolutely. hold on, hold on. He said and Gator? And. Gator. Come on. We're headed to Florida in three weeks. I am at least. I'm yeah, down thanks for leaving me at home. We'll be, down, we'll be down, down, there. down there. Yeah. Anything Volusia else? County, Florida. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yep. sir. Nice. Home of the world record. Osceola. Yeah. I'm not going to Bass Osceola capital yet. of the world. We do bass fishing down there, too. Lake, o- Lake Okeechobee, all that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Lake Okeechobee's. A, yeah, we've been We're there right down there around Crescent Lake, too. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. City. Sounds terrible. It's <laughs> awful. It's really It's hard to put up with. It really is. Yeah. Give me a rundown of. Uh, so I want to I go. Obviously, I want to go you know, hunt a nice buck. What do I have to do? Who do I have to get a hold of? You can get a hold of any of us. Anything. What's the website? whitetailheavenoutfitters.com yep. and so if I book a trip and come out with you guys what do I have to bring who's going to meet me what's what's some kind of answer basically what will happen uh, if you come if you book a hunt with us um, you'll arrive the day before that you'll go hunting you'll meet at our lodge whatever lodge you come to our north south west central uh, you'll meet with all the other hunters you're in there with you'll meet with uh, the guides everything like that, you'll be assigned to God. So when you're assigned to God, your God has certain farms that he works all year long. He okay. pulls cameras off of all year long, checks trail cams. He's feeding. He knows them. Yeah, he knows them like the back of his hand. Yeah. So you're going to get with him. Uh, you're going to talk about staying, your set location. You're going to talk about um, wind direction, everything like that, to make the next day a hunt you're not going to forget. Nice. Yeah. And is this, is this all archery only? No, no we, do, we do archery, we do crossbow, we do a modern firearm. Uh, for Ohio, we do shotgun, uh, straight wall cartridge, yeah, yeah. Uh, shells also. When you say you're assigned a guide, is it a one-to-one? Or it, is that guy got a couple of people in uh, camp you, for the farms that he knows? Usually, it's usually like a one-to-three, four, okay. usually. Um, just depend on what season it is and what weekend that is that comes sounds in. like the whole crew needs to go out so we're gonna need about three guides absolutely <laughs> absolutely nice absolutely. and i here's the thing it's tough because listeners can't see what we're seeing you're right like they can't see can you tell them what's actually so they, they don't believe me because they hear me all the time obviously and he's tell them what's hanging around me telling so stories. so right over here on the table we've got a ohio buck killed this past year in shotgun season that deer is 178 and an eight good night absolutely so you've got that one you've got the number two uh velvet buck in the entire world right here killed in butler county kentucky 180 184 i mean they say bases like baseball bats i'm sorry but (laughs) (laughs) they say bases like baseball bats but that's like the the top end of the bat that's not like the handle yeah absolutely so uh, we're, we're talking about the kind of bucks that if you see and you're, you're not used to them. We're from Pennsylvania, so we don't see things like this. You know, yeah. we live right here. We're local. Yeah. These are the kind that make you fall out of the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, this is why they wear yeah. a safety system. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. when they see our bucks, the first thing they ask us is, are we are we fenced? Are we high fence operation? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. The only not. fences we got holds our thoroughbreds. I mean, everything is fair chase here. 
there's no deer in the pen or this anything. This is just God's country. Right? 100% wild, 100% no fences, 100% fair chase. And that's over 60,000 acres. Yeah. Wow. This one over here, the split brow Ohio buck, yep. 200 inches on the nose. Yeah. Jeez. It's, it's, here's the thing. Not many things. Look, look, look you're, you're doing the same thing. Not many things make me speechless because we talk to a lot of people, but the, the bucks that are just that you have here, probably not even the ones that you guys have taken over yeah. the years, just the ones you guys brought with you yeah. make people stop and stare. They probably Absolutely. look Absolutely. kind of funny to you guys from the opposite way a little yeah. bit going, I don't wonder if he's been known. He's been standing there 40 minutes. <laughs> it's difficult not to stare. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, We've got d- bigger deer than this yeah. at our lodges. Have y'all seen the deer over at how, how it's palmated on that right side? I mean, yeah. it's literally big as my palm. Yeah, that's it's, a Kentucky buck. Yeah, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. I've never seen nothing like mm-hmm. this. Obviously, guys can book a hunt here with you at the show. Absolutely. So they, they Actually, at our, here, it's out 6,600 if you get down here like this weekend. Yes. You know, yeah. So, so basically, if you're to come with us this weekend – if you get here before Sunday, the deal is all of our hunts are 40% off. Oh, wow. You can get a regular season Ohio bow hunt, two day, three night, all meals, all lodging included. The only thing you're out is your tag and your uh, license, $1,070 out the door. So now, you literally want to do it here to show if you can. Absolutely. It's worth the drive absolutely. to get here to come see It's worth every mile. Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. Florida, and, and well, Kansas. Florida for and oh, Kansas. Yeah, any of those draw states? Yes, Kansas. Kansas, Kansas is the draw state. Kansas so draw Kentucky, state. Ohio, and Indiana. You guys are. I mean, it's <coughs> over the counter for those properties. So 100%. it's not like you gotta yep. put in for preference points, do right. all this stuff. Absolutely, everything's in, over the counter. I jump in the chuck wagon to Ohio from here. How far do you think it is? Six hours, maybe. Listen, you're, you're about six and a half, seven hours from right here yeah. to our North Lodge. Do you hear this? The thing that I, I you do. Drive. I'll sleep. On the way out. <laughs> Another thing we offer that a lot of outfitters don't, we offer a membership here, too. You can come and get a single-state single, st- single state membership or tri-state membership, $8,500. If you can come, it's open-door policy. You can come and stay from the opening day of deer season for the whole whole year. You can come, stay whenever you want. You can come pull cameras, hang stands, come hang out. Just come anytime you want to for that whole year. It's like it's, it's like uh, you can, being in a hunting club. You can yeah. literally move in. To the lodge. Would, yeah, the day... You pay your membership fee. Really? For one year, you can actually move in to one of our lodges. And that's on any of the, the Any states. of them. Yep. That's that's our North Lodge. That's our Central, our South, or our West. Now, I've been doing this a long time, and I've not heard of that before. I've been doing this the wrong way. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, Absolutely. That's, our, that's our statement, NDWW. Nobody does what we do. Nobody. Man. If you go on three hunts a year, by the time you're done with everything, you might as well be part of the boys' club here. Yeah. There you go. Because I, mean, I can cook, so we'd be friends. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and that, that includes all your lodging, your meals. You set your own stand the way you want it. You can put your own cameras out. You can run your own cameras. You can come out in the summertime with us. You can work food plots. We can so put corn out. stand location, you know, if it's not stepping on somebody, things like 100%. that. 100%. Really? 100%. Our show price for that Damn, right now. I'm speechless for the second time I walked over here. Because <laughs> now my wheels are turned. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I, our, our show price right now for that out the door, one year, one state, is $5,100. You're not going to find 62,000 acres of prime hunting anywhere in the world that you can lease. Somebody's going to take care of the land for you, work the stands for you, check cameras for $5,100 a year. No. You're not going to. 
I spend more than that going bass fishing, probably. There you go. We've, we've you got know, we've got single hunts that cost more than that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So. That, no, that's show price. A regular one state membership is eighty five hundred dollars. Right. You can get a two state, and that's easy to renew every year. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Every and, year, and every year we have our annual shed hunt, which we're getting ready to have in March. Uh, for all the clients that are uh, have booked with us, they have an opportunity to come and look at the farms. Uh, food and lodgings provided for them. They can walk the farms with us. We're going to do some shed hunting, probably have some live music, and just enjoy it. Yes, sir. Now, you guys both had his meals, I take it. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite meal he makes? What are we talking about in camp to eat? Every five star. Yeah, everything he makes, A1. You've got uh, usually on uh, different nights of the week, you've got different things that uh, – Buffet style, man. Eat whatever you want, eat as much as you want to. Five star meals. And as you can tell, I'm a big boy. Uh, (laughs) We we, we ain't hurting. (laughs) There's this saying, never trust a skinny guy. That's exactly right. Or cook. That's exactly. Average guy weight. (laughs) Average guy weight for us is about 350. Yeah, we're, easy, doing, we're doing all right. Easy, <laughs> boy. <laughs> His oh, average awesome. weight is 350. Yeah, yeah average. Yeah. It fluctuates <laughs> in the summertime. You drop yeah, a couple yeah, pounds, you I know. get you. That's, what, get grow, you. that's what grows well, your bone. That's what grows our bone right I was going to ask that very, that very, very question. So yes, on the, the bar that we're sitting at right here at your booth, because, I mean, to call this a booth is, uh, <laughs> is blasphemy. Yeah, what yeah. you guys have set up here is pretty much a, a little – Lodge. And this yep. is downsized. That you got man. set up. Oh, this the, is the downsized version. We used to have 5801 over there. We skipped out last year and we lost that one, but it's usually twice as big. Okay. Yeah. Well, we usually have an actual lodge set up pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Absolutely. I mean, even for a downsize, this thing's pretty slick, boys. Absolutely. But you got this whitetail seduction mineral stuff over here. Is yes, this right. actually what you guys are putting out? That 100%. is the real deal. Okay. Did you see all the racks we have going around here? Yeah, yeah. You can tell it works. Clearly. I mean, I mean, proof's in the pudding. I mean, it, what we do is uh, you can put that out by, by yourself. I mean, it just, that product by itself, you put it out, say, spring, into the summer, you can mix it with corn, anything okay. like that. It works as a, just basically a mineral. It's all it is. It's not considered an attractant. It's not considered bait. It's a mineral. Absolutely. It'll keep yep. them there. And if it's not there, they're still going to keep coming back. We've got mineral sites that I can actually stand in, and they go up to my hips. They just dig them down just, like that. Yeah. Roots yeah. showing. Six yep. foot by three foot. That's roots awesome. Showing. And you're just throwing that on the ground, raking it in? That's or it. Just, That's it. Should you throw it out before a little bit of rain yeah. generally? Uh, just so Rain will not hurt it. Okay. It's like kind of like a, like a bio rock type material. Uh, when it gets wet, mm-hmm. uh, after a prolonged period of time, it will clump up. Basically, that doesn't stop the deer whatsoever ah. at all. You want to put this out back. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if there was ever – a mineral that you could try to sell people and you needed to prove to them it worked. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a better setup. Yeah. I mean, well, you guys, it's perfect. Cause you're standing, Look around. You're yeah, that, there you go. People walk up. Yeah. yeah. Does this stuff work? Yeah, that's, and, that, and you know what my reply uh-huh. is? Look around. Yeah. 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 It obviously works. Clearly. Absolutely. We don't, it's a, uh, it's really, really good product. We'll send you, we'll send you all off the couple bags. Yeah, we'll Do get you guys it. have any I mean, obviously, you guys known each other for a while, and you all yeah. hunt too. You I, absolutely. Try now, to. now, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. When hunting season comes in, I'm in the woods guiding people. You're busy. I've not I get, killed. I get that. Me personally, I've not killed a deer in three years. Me neither. Well, sometimes. Oh, but here's man. the thing. I, I've guided. I helped guide in Alaska in '96 and '97 when I was fresh out of quit high school, ran away. That's what was my dream. Yeah. And I was on 
you know, many, many, many big game hunts. I never killed anything in Alaska, but yeah. I didn't have to to go into hunts. Absolutely. So you get to as a god, especially for me. It's a different high altogether. It, it is. Yeah. It is. I get the enjoyment out of watching somebody else kill a yes. monster buck. I, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I would it. rather I would rather somebody else go out. Me put the time and effort in. All of us put the time and effort in. The only thing we don't do is sit in the stand and pull the trigger for That's you. Right. It's more rewarding. That's it's true. more rewarding yeah. to to, to see sense. the the reaction and the memories made from somebody harvesting a deer with you than me being in the woods by myself and shooting a deer by myself. It's just not. It's it's exciting, but it's yeah. not the same. Amen. But but when you see somebody harvest the biggest buck of their life. They get emotional. It's yeah. it's it's really awesome. We've all cried. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. what I liked about it mostly is like you know, you got people from all the way to PA, all the way to California. Like I mean, we could be traveling anywhere and just about anywhere we go. Say we get a flat tire, there'll be somebody around yeah. the tunnel with us. Yeah. Somebody will be there. We can call to help us at all times. Absolutely. I had a, I had a dude come. We had fly into the Brooks Mountain Range in Alaska that was from Belgium that had. Never hunted before, but he, I mean, obviously he had some money. You yeah. Know, and yeah. He brought his wife and they guided him out and they, uh, he shot a double shovel and, uh, the dude broke down and cried and gave, <coughs> like, he turned around and grabbed a hold of me and gave me a big hug and grabbed the guide and I, it was different. I was yeah. like, man, look at him. Like, this is the pinnacle That's point the thing. of his life. And it, yep. it, it was better than shooting it myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I get that. And this makes sense too because that guy or in the scenario, you know, this, Number two in the world, Velvet Buck. Right. He did that once. Yep. You guys get to do that, what, 12, 15, exactly. 20 times in a season. Exactly. That's pretty and awesome. And you know what? The just reaction just, is the same every time. Nice. Just to sit in the woods and see these calibers of buck every day as even a guide. Yep. Just to sit and watch them has to be heaven. Oh, wait. Was wait a it? minute. It has to be whitetail. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Absolutely. Right. see what you did there. Yeah, it's nice. I, so here's the thing. This is going to be one of our, uh, I think, uh, I would like to make it like one of the wrap-up podcasts, at least for tonight. Sure, you know, bud. Uh, go get something to eat. But I would like to take the headsets off, not to spoil like all the secrets, because I don't want everybody to know all the real questions I'm going to ask them next and how I get out there, <laughs> the, the GPS coordinates of all the best. So, right. no, but serious, thanks for talking to us. Um, sure. Not Like I said, I've talked to – we've been in here for many years talking to lots of outfitters, and they're all amazing. Everybody here is great. Absolutely. But uh, this one captivated me uh, yes. to the yeah, point yeah. where I don't even know what questions to ask, and that ain't me. So yeah. the building building's over. full of people that are salt to the earth, and you guys are certainly no exception to that. And Absolutely. what you're putting on for folks is yeah. it's nothing short of exceptional. Absolutely. Remind everybody again where they can go check this stuff out you if can they check can't make it to can, the show. You can check us out on Facebook. As you can see, we've yeah, got, we got watching our, the likes. Yeah, we got our live counter. counter. Uh, you can check us on, out on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram, or you can go to our website www.whitetailheaven.com. No, whitetailheavenoutfitters.com. Whitetailheaven <laughs> Excuse me. I'm glad you were there to correct him. There you, I'm here for <laughs> you, man. Is. Listen, listen. He's always there for me. Always there when I fall. I Thanks, love guys. it. I Thank you guys. Thank you, man. Thanks so much, y'all. Yeah, for sure. Take care. Hopefully, we'll get out Thanks and see you guys. guys. Yes, really sir. Awesome. Come, Come see us. Thank y'all for coming by. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah. And that's a wrap, folks. What can I say? National Rifle Association's Great American Outdoor Show 2020 in the books. I can't think of a better way to spend nine fantastic days speaking with people who love the outdoors as much as we do, whether it's hunting, fishing, or just being outside, camping, anything. Just get outdoors, as Pick likes to say. Hopefully, if you weren't able to make it down to Harrisburg for this fantastic show, we were able to bring you some of it so you get an idea of all of the amazing things that uh, you could come and see and do 
at the Great American Outdoor Show. So I'm already looking forward to next year. It's going to be good. Cannot wait. And I'll let you in on a little secret. We may have a little extra bonus content coming your way here shortly. So nine days, nine shows. It's been a blast, folks. That's what we got for now. See you.